Hello, welcome to episode 8 of Words with Chris and Drew. Welcome to episode 18. Oh, oh yeah, Andrew likes to say 18 because it's series 2. Um, we have a special guest this week. Would you like to introduce yourself? No. <laughs> Good start. Liam's here. Liam McFarlane. Hello, I'm here. Yeah, he's guesting this week because, um, yeah, he was here. Most, mostly because of geographical convenience. Yeah, basically. Presents and all that. Yeah. yeah. Right, let's play the music. Ready for our first podcast since the holiday and the gig. Yeah. Got some nice tasty questions for you. And we've got Liam here, chipping in. Yeah, well, I'm not as bronzed as the two of you. No, I'm, I, I, don't think, I don't think we're that bronzed. Well, Andrew spent the whole time in jeans and a long shirt, so he's not covered bronzed in, at all. Covered in Factor 30. Yeah, he was putting suntan lotion on his jeans. Wow. Yeah, so... Oh, if I don't, <laughs> I burn to a crisp. So. Yeah. I burnt my feet and got some freckles well, to show nice for it. Well, it's nice to see you not back. Well done. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you got a joke this week? Of course. Of course. When have I, left, when have I ever let you down? I suppose that's true. Um, well, you've let me down with the quality of the jokes sometimes. Right. So, you know. Didn't like them. Though. Which well, one? my favourite Which... one so far has been the, um, the uh, Quasimodo one. That's been my favourite, I think. The one about the brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. That was tasty, that one. And I also liked series one with the uh, footballing... The was footballing, it the millipede? The millipede. Yeah, that was classic. Yeah, but then you were picking holes in it afterwards. Continuity errors and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got to keep you on your toes, haven't I? Come on. Um, yeah. Anyway, shall we dive in with some questions? Yeah, I expect that's a good idea. Cool. Right, Adam McJarrett. Hello, Adam. Hi, Adam. Hi, Ed. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Um, well, he wanted to start with a bit of wordplay, well, so he said, um, "Why do we bake cookies and cook bacon?" Because obviously, you know, bacon <coughs> cookies. He's uh, you know he's raised the question. You could bake bacon, I suppose, if you wanted to. You could. I don't think it'd be very good. Sort of similar to that beef meat thing, wasn't it? <laughs> I knew that would come in. <laughs> <laughs> Leave, what? Leave, beef meat, it's a great word. Did you count how many times I said it in the episode? Uh, but you fucking didn't. No. No, I wouldn't no. have either because yeah. I said it a lot. Refresh my memory, what was Me that about? Remember when he, he had that question a few weeks ago about, what was it, something about beef, why do we say beef, why do we say mm-hmm. meatballs instead of beef balls? Yeah, exactly. And then you were saying, can yeah. you just say beef meat yeah. as many times but as possible? But we've covered that. Well, you've we've covered, covered it. it. Yeah, you know, we've so covered I'm it. I'm just I'm <laughs> seeing the similarities. Have you ever tried cooking bacon in the oven? Uh. Well, actually, you say that, I made a hunter's chicken the other night. Don't and know what I that is. Carry on. Three bits of bacon wrapped round a chicken breast or fillet. Mm. Uh, and then you heat that up and then you put a bit of cheese on top, a bit of barbecue sauce, the sticky stuff, not the sort of squirty. Oh, yeah. mate. You know, you've got to have sticky. And, you've uh, just given me a brilliant idea. You cut idea. into that bad boy and that's a tasty bit of dinner. So basically what you're saying is that Adam is in fact wrong. 
Um, the question. I, I, I wouldn't want to, you know, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> the question is based put on words into well, my mouth. And the, the question is based on faulty premises, by the sound of it. Well, what I was going to say was, you like the way he's saying it's wordplay. So by the fact that cookies has the word cookie and you should cook it and bake bacon as bacon, you bake it or whatever. The other thing, like, it's like play doh. Play doh has play in but it, it's so wrong. you play with the well, dough. Think, well, play doh. No, the bit that you can't. Why do you? There's, there's an underlying assumption that you can't bake bacon. Liam's just well, demonstrated that you can. Oh, he has. Do you know what my idea was? Just when you started talking about the, you know, the hunter's chicken. We can make no, 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 no. Well, and that later, mm. later, babe. Yeah, I recommend that. Um, what I was going to say was every week we should, I should record Liam doing a, doing a recipe, like a really fast recipe, and going Liam's recipe of the week. And you'd be like, this week, hunter's chicken. What, because week. I've been watching Hell's Kitchen. Like, <laughs> yeah. For like two series, and all Why of a sudden. Why not? Oh yeah, actually we'll yeah, that. and I wouldn't mind doing that. And yeah. then other people can ring in with their recipes, and if it's yeah. shit, I can do the get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no, you've got to tell them to like fuck off for a second. Yeah. Yeah. fuck off. What the fuck is this shit? Get out. Yes, you know. Okay, so are we basically saying Adam? Adam, Adam you've got to raise your game, mate. Sorry. Well, I think yeah. it's more to do with he's talking more about the like the wording, really, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, no, I'm he's taking the piss. Doubtless, but it's taking yeah. the piss. Right, we're coming round to get you. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. We're gonna we're gonna chop your beard off, yeah, man. Right, we've got a um, bunch of fives. We're gonna talking <laughs> about bananas. Right, we're off to a good start. I'm gonna move on. Um, you're gonna hate this because it involves the EU again. Oh, good. Yeah, but um, Julian Bennett. Hello, Julian. Hello, Julian. He says, "What is the very worst and creative fate that could befall us?" If we leave the EU. And if he we also, leave the EU. Yeah, and he also said Cameron started it, so why not? Um, if you leave the EU, your dick will fall off. I don't know. That is That's that bad. is creative. Um, <laughs> if we leave the EU, I reckon there's going to be a lot of... Uh, I reckon there's going to be a lot of holiday makers not liking the prices of Spain the next time they go. You know, things might well, start... I did notice it. We've got to aim high, though, for these. I mean, we're meant to be imagining the most ridiculous yeah. apocalyptic scenarios. Like That's true. The price of sausage rolls skyrockets. and Yeah, £4 for a Greg sausage roll. Are you talking about Imagine like that. a sort of repeat of the Wall Street crash or something in some weird way where we've got like wheelbarrows going to get like a loaf of bread with all your money, you know? Well, not just that. You wouldn't, we wouldn't have money. Yeah. We'd, we'd revert to a bartering economy. It'd be like three goats for a loaf of bread or something. That's how money came about in the first place. That's not a fair trade, surely. Three no, goats. It's, it's not, but, you know, I'm just, like, I'm just spitballing. <laughs> just riffing here, yeah. Just riffing. Fair enough. Um, what else? Um, yeah, what else could go wrong? Um, I did notice at the airport, actually, that there's the, um, you have the, if, when you're in the duty-free, it says you can pay, if you're, something, if you're within the EU, you pay this. If you're travelling out of the EU, you pay less. Yeah. So just, would that would that change? If we, if we were coming back from Spain and we were not in the EU, we'd pay less for our duty free. Well, it would be different. It would be a different price. Yeah. What about? Mm. Uh, I was just thinking. I had to send off for my my uh, EU. Um, oh, what's it called again? Your European Union health card for health insurance. Yeah, because I went because uh, years ago you used to just fill out an E one eleven form and all that when you're going away. So if we were to leave. Would that mean that if you had to have any medical stuff done abroad, it wouldn't necessarily be covered? They'd have to, well, be, I guess it'd be go back to the old E111s, maybe, or maybe not even that. Maybe you'd have just... To, but were we in the EU when you had I suppose those? we probably were, So that's what I'm saying. We? So yeah. if we left the EU and you yeah. went to one of the European 
countries on holiday and you broke your wrist or something, well, are you to... then going to be paying for those fees or... Well, you this might be buy... the most sensible way we've ever answered the question. Yeah, Liam, what's Should I going leave? on? Well, I'm not, <laughs> like, you know, serious. No, it's, it's good. It's good. Know... This isn't fucking news night, though. <laughs> no, well, why the fuck not? We're adding no. a bit of class to it, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, this is good. I well. wore a cravat. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. take that off. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> lose the spats and the top hat as well. But, well, we've uh, some class a lot. I don't know. What else might happen? Um, um, I don't know. The floor of your house will fall in. Yeah. If you leave the EU. Will it? And, uh, oh. and there'll mm. be terrorists coming up through your toilet and yeah. all sorts. Jeremy Kyle will become the new culture secretary. Oh, God. Bloody <laughs> uh, hell. Yeah. Right, let's not give people nightmares. Yeah. And, uh, you know that show that Keith Jacobin used to do? Naked in the Jungle or whatever it was. <laughs> Easy. No, I've never seen that. that <laughs> was it sounds it? interesting, though. It, it was some. It was Keith so, Jaglin wearing nothing in the bush. It was. I think it was Keith Jaglin drinking was, like a fish. It was this. Um, it was this sort of crystal maze style thing where he like took them through this pretend jungle. Was this on course. really late on Channel Four or something? <laughs> it sounds like it should. Channel be. Four or Channel Five? I can't yeah, one, one I knew it. yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> yeah, Jaglin really did play cock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what? Yeah, that'll come back. But Nigel Farage will be the host. Oh um, God! Oh, oh man. Man. I don't want to see him naked, he looks and, like a fucking toad. And uh, what else? Um, go on, we've got to think of doomsday scenarios. Well, do you want to have a think and we'll move on and you can come back? And at the end we'll go, this is the fate that befell oh. us. God, imagine that, Fiora Farage. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is yeah. weird. Um, how are you with your Latin? You any good? Terrible. Oh, okay. But Liam, you you did Latin at school, didn't you? I did a little that's, bit, that's yeah. Lucky. Yeah. yeah. Um, Although it usually turned into Marcus had sextus with Brutus. And, you <laughs> know, right. sextus that's, that's wasn't even sex, that was just a dude's well, name. Well, let me, let me test you, because Carl Smith's got a question. Oh, hi, Carl. Hi, Carl! We'll, Sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll shorten that, make that more real, no, like, you did, you know, natural, yeah. Um, he said if you could come up with a, a Latin joke, what would it be? And he, and he, he um, do we, does it have to be one that we've concocted ourselves? Well, I don't know. Right. Well, I guess so. He said if he came up with it, but he well, had one that was. I'll read it. I don't know what it means. It says um, illegitimi nil carborundum. Ho ho. Do you know what that means? No. Sounds <laughs> like he's got a dodgy carburetor in his car, or something. Sounds like a right. That's a knee slap of that one, Carl. Well, I've, I've got. A, I've got a joke in Latin. Yeah. This is a bonus joke. Bonus joke. Just okay. for you, Carl. All right, go on. Give it to him. A centurion walks into a bar and says, I'd like a martinus, please. The barman says, Do you mean a martini? The centurion says, If I wanted a double, I'd have asked for one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Liam fucking liked it. <laughs> That's good. Oh, oh, it's the old, it's the old cases, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Ablative, genitive, and about oh, 600 more on Accusative. Accusative. Dative. Dative, uh, the naughty, naughty, and that sort of thing. I like it. Well done. Thanks, Thinking on your feet. But if Carl really does want a good Roman joke or Latin, then uh, I'd just put in on Life of Brian, skipping a few chapters, and get into that also famous scene. Well, I think he's probably. Yeah. You mean people called Romans go the house? I think he's probably seen it. Yeah. 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 Clever I mean. bastard. <laughs> All right. Well, well done, Erin. Um, Hey Aaron. Hey Aaron. Um, I've got two from Aaron. Um, I'll do. We've got one recorded live, so mm-hmm. we'll we'll stick that in in a sec. But the other one, um, she said, "What do you hate more, dentists or traffic wardens?" 
Well, I don't hate anyone, man. Well, but which do you okay? Which do you dislike more? Um, well, you know, I think I find traffic wardens more vexing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know the traffic wardens are only doing a job, but at the same time, everything but has a purpose. It's quite a vexing job. Yeah, I mean, their job, you know, is probably about as. Mm, yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, when you go to the dentist, you you have to go. You cho- you got a problem with your teeth. But the you point, to the dentist, the thing, so you can't be too yeah. mad at them. They're just they're helping yeah, you. Yeah, really. in full of hatred towards them. No, you? You know, I should point out that Erin is a dental nurse. <laughs> so yeah. she, uh, so, so you should, doesn't like her boss. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't <laughs> yeah. have told us that. Well, and tried to tried to goad us into saying dentists oh, right, are all yeah. dreadful people. And oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't set you up for a trap right. like that. Yeah. Well, you should oh. be more oh, fun. Okay. Oh well, sorry. Got, yeah, she's yeah. not a dental nurse. Think, she's think, a, think these things through next time. All right, she's a she's a traffic fucking, warden. She's a, <laughs> she's a traffic warden. Yeah. Um, well, thing I mean, is, when you go to the dentist and they start brutalising your mouth, they're not doing it for fun. It's for your own benefit. Exactly. It's for your own good. Basically, you need it done. So, so I don't have you know don't have any mm. special resentment for dentists or anything like that, man. I mean, that's just daft. I that's think cutting people, off your yeah. foot to spite your yeah. leg. Yeah, or, <laughs> or and they're not all yeah. like Steve Martin in Little Shop of Horrors either. You know, I mean, never, if that's the sort it. of that's the oh, you've never seen it? No. Oh man, check it out! Singing plant and everything eats people, but I'm like it's one of those sort of things. Yeah, you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna walk into a dentist and sort of slag him off with crucifix and all that. You know, no. I've, I've got a sore tooth, so I'm gonna hate you until it's repaired. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. No one. You know, the resentment only begins when basically you're in the wrong. Yeah, yeah. But is it, is, it, is it the fact that you think, like, like you said, like dentists aren't doing it for their pleasure? Whereas sometimes you get the impression that a traffic warden loves it when he gets to stamp a ticket on oh, someone's well, car. Oh well, you know, years and years ago, like ninety, late nineties, there was this sort of fly on the wall series called yeah about traffic wardens. Okay, mm. and it went out on a weeknight and. Um, there was one of the one of the guys in the team. They did a special episode on him, because um, he he was the most prolific issuer of tickets on the team, and there was a chance that today he might because he had like an extra long shift or something. There's a chance he might get a hundred tickets in one day. See, look, they're... and he was actively excited by this prospect. <laughs> And was yeah. he working towards a bonus or an no? I, I, well, no. Do they get a trophy? I don't. I hope biggest card. I would, yeah. <laughs> I would hope that traffic wardens are not paid commission on tickets they issue. I thought yeah, I, someone told horrible. me they were. What? Someone told me they were. I don't know if they're just joking. No, I but... think they are. I know the Bromley ones are. Well, there you go. Commission ones. on tickets that they yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. They, they, there's like a whole like sort of. I suppose it's like tiers, really, isn't it? And it's like employee of the month, <laughs> except they yeah. have their bastard of the month award. Do you reckon they get belts oh, like you know. karate? Like when you get to when you get a certain amount of tickets, you get you get to black belt, and you're like the black belt in being a cunt. Yeah, maybe. The thing is, I mean, mm. what what makes it worse is there are parts of London where the parking restrictions are, well, you know, when Horrendous. we go, well, when we go and play gigs, tricky, especially around Camden, it's tricky, isn't it? Highbury is 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 the worst by far. Oh, okay. Um, you know, because sometimes we go and play gigs at the garage. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. oh yeah, that's a the, nightmare actually, isn't it? The parking situation there for people bearing in mind there's a live music venue. Yeah. The parking situation there is utterly untenable. Yeah. You know, 
to the point that you... That must be a hot spot for traffic wardens. Oh, I bet they love it. Yeah. They're like, oh, please put me yeah, in library when, today. When you sort of look at London, London almost looks like a city that was built without thought for the future. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, at least... Well, it's like, quite old. When you look at, like... Sort it's of, an old city. When you look at, like, America, though, theirs is almost, like, laid out like grids, isn't it? And it's sort of... Yeah, yeah. It's almost like a sort of straightforward well, they had, path and path. There's no character to that, though. We've got know? character in London. Oh, we've got character. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. You know, we've got We'd character. rather be pissed off and have character than, like... Yeah. The great... Than have everything being fantastic and have <laughs> a great American dream. Yeah. The thing is, the great, the great metropolises of America, mm. um, you know, they were built at a time when you had much more modern ideas about town planning whereas London I mean London's been around since a long time ago <laughs> or the Romans did the Romans invent London <laughs> I don't know if they invented it I just like the idea of inventing London but no. Londinium we'll have a big clock referred to yeah well, that's true that's true and it was part of the empire but I mean before. did it exist in did it exist in like uh, this is amazing in Saxon times wasn't there mate no Oh, Saxon times, what? Question on traffic wardens and dentists has escalated into... It's been invaded many times, though, isn't it? I mean, at first it was the Danes. It was sort of between the Danes, the Saxons and the Vikings for a long time, eventually, until, like, sort of the Romans came in and was like, move over, lads. And then uh, eventually it went, no, sorry, am I doing this around the wrong way? I think Saxons and everyone... Yeah, stick to cooking, mate. Then the Romans Romans left. (laughs) And then we had the Saxons again. Can we move on to Aaron's second question? And then William the Conqueror turned up. Oh, I'm just doing a history lesson there. No, I've got it wrong. Yeah, it was Romans, Romans, then Saxons, then... Yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah, I've got it the other way around. And the Normans showed up. And the Normans, yep. And then... Yeah, but anyway, the point is that the bit what's called London, you know, was invented a long time ago, and, you know, you didn't have... You know, the considerations about successful town planning would have been very, very different at that point in history. Whereas with the great American metropolises, mm. which I guess started to get built up properly in the 1800s Fuck or thereabouts, mm. they had much more modern, much more developed ideas about how you should organise a city, basically. So, traffic wardens or dentists? Um, what were we talking about? How do we that, do, that's what I'm saying. That, well, how, how on the... We hate, Erin, we don't like traffic wardens. Dentists, dentists fair play. Are a, Let's leave it there. Dentists are necessary. <laughs> traffic wardens, there might be a cure for them, but, you know. <laughs> Alright. Erin's right, second question is recorded live from the pub. She was a little bit drunk. Um, that's fine. I'll play it now. So, hit it. Right, Erin, you've got a question for the podcast. Hit me up. Right, so, you know goats are called billy goats, right? So, why are they called billy goats? Because, well, not because, I'm drunk. (laughs) That smells so nice. I know. Anyway. Right, so goats are called billy goats. Why are they called billy goats? I'm wondering whether they're called billy goats because of Billy the Kid. And a baby goat is called a kid. So please, Sound please reasoning. tell me. Sound please reasoning. tell me whether this discuss. is true. Please discuss. discuss. Please discuss. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And what's your opinion? No idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, to be fair, maybe, a... maybe like when Billy the kid was at large, mm. maybe it was just sort of a several layers of wordplay going on at once. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he was Billy. Maybe his name probably was just Billy. Yeah. And he may have been a kid. Mm. Of a baby face or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And they thought, oh, a kid, Billy, that's, that's, you know, he's two types of goat at the same time. That's, that's funny. Yeah, maybe. Maybe in the, maybe that's what's passed <laughs> for humour in the Wild West. 
Um, oh, did you? Oh, there's an update. You remember Kevin the cunt? Who? The goat. Kevin the cunt. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Kevin, stop being such a cunt. Mate, like, that bloke. Right, that goat. there's been an update. He's posted another video and he's worked out Kevin's not a cunt. Oh. Do you know what's happened? Kevin's collar has been on too tight. Oh, no. And the guy realised and he, like, loosened it, he cut his collar off and Kevin's no he, longer a cunt. Is he mellowed out a bit? He's, I think he's chilled out a bit, yeah. He's well, got his I, act together. If I had my tie down to 11 the entire time, oh, I know, right? Yeah. I'd yeah. be a bit stressed. So fair play to Kevin. Like, good on him. He's, he's, he's rectified his cuntish ways. Um, well, we gave Aaron quite a long answer for the first one, which was completely off the point, so that's good for a short answer, I think. Um, yeah, we can't have me- a single person monopolising a show again. No, exactly. Much like, uh, like last Joe. week. Well, the George episode. Oh, well, yeah, but he helped us out there. Thank you, George, for all those questions we had back Yeah, we had, a, we had a bit of a backlog there, didn't we? Yeah, they helped us out massively in Ibiza, so thank you once again. Yeah. Um, right, next question. Melissa Hart. Hello, Melissa. Hello. I think this is her first sign on the program. Possibly. Um, she said, well, she said, why can, Yeah, she said, why can I never think of a bloody question? Help her out. Mm. Oh, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we can't really provide a sense of well, I, I felt like only, I should ask one the question. One can only speculate. Yeah, I felt I like I should at least ask the question. in your head about that one. I, can't, yeah. I don't think we can answer we that. We can't really answer that, Mel. All I say is keep keep trying. and uh, Keep trying and good luck. <laughs> yeah, see yeah. you next week, hopefully. Best of wishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah all yeah. the best. Well, all you know, the best. got to do the patch up. Mm. Maybe, you know, maybe a bit of research during the week will help. Yeah. You know. You know, anything that comes up in your head now next week, just uh, you know, lay it on us. We'll sort. We'll help you out. Even if it's, even if it's, uh, you know, as you know, we like to tackle the hard-hitting intellectual mm. and political and philosophical oh, yeah. issues of big the day. Issues. Oh yeah, you know, welcome to big like talk. Whether you can mm. bake bacon or not. Yeah, yeah. You know, serious stuff. Serious stuff. All right, George Venables. Hey, George. George. <laughs> George. My old mucker. Uh, you got a nod, um, though. You got a nod. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he no, said, I nod for everyone. He said, for um, if you became a millionaire overnight, what would the first thing you would do? I think we've had this question before. Yeah, know. but well, we have in a, another way, but he, he wants to know the first thing you would do. The very first the thing. The very first thing is you found out you were a millionaire. You woke up, you looked at your bank account, millionaire. He said, what would you do first and why? Ah, well, hang on, hang on. The, you, the way you've described that is a very specific. Well, events. So I wasn't expecting to become a millionaire. No, like, let's just say. And you there's no, it. there's no good reason I should have. No. There's no good reason that a million pounds should have ended up in my bank. You'd go to the bank and say, "Where's this money come from?" I'd be immediately extremely suspicious. <laughs> so I'd ring them up and say, "Look, I've got a million pounds more in my account than what I had yesterday." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know. I think he was looking for more of a, you know, oh, you could do anything. But that wasn't the situation you described. All right, well, let's say that you knew you were getting a million pounds. Let's say you won the lottery and it went in your bank account the next day. Okay. Let's say that. Okay. Yeah, that's happy. Okay. That. So what would the first thing uh, be? Um, I'd buy, buy a slap-up grill first. That'd be the first thing, yeah? Well, I think, I think you've know, probably got the means to cover it these days. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, if you had a slap-up meal, like, what time of day would you just wake up and go straight to it? Brunch. Brunch, yeah. Brunch. That's going to that's gonna zap your energy for the rest of the day, though, really, if you're full of it. It's all right. Sleep it off. I'm yeah. a millionaire. <laughs> Sleep it off. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, On your bed of money. Yeah. Then, yeah, that's it. Food. Food, George. Food. There you go. Andrew would go straight out for an up-slap meal. Up-slap. Yeah. yeah. I wonder why they call it a slap-up meal. 
I don't know. There's another question. A slap up mill. You know, does it, do you previously have to slap people in order to get that level of service? Well, maybe. Maybe, no. maybe it was encouraging certain restaurants to, like, to slap the waiters if they were doing it wrong. Then oh, again, maybe, yeah. you do see some people after they've had a meal be like, oh, that was bloody good. So you really never know, too. maybe it's the slap up mill, it's almost like a yeah. celebratory or victory clap at the end of a well earned mill. Yeah. Because you don't be. usually do that when it was horrible, do you? You just sort of go, well, maybe it was right. like those old, those old collegiate dining clubs and all the rest of it. Maybe they used to slap each other on the back and guffaw <laughs> <at> each other. <laughs> Happy oh, digestion. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And sing the old college rugby <laughs> songs and... No, I no. never really got into any of that. I don't really know much about. No, that. neither do I. I'm just again just just speculating wildly. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe uh, that's maybe, what's the etymology of slap up? Anyone knows? Let us know. Yeah, I, I, it's on a postcard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What would, um, what would you do with a million pounds? First thing I would do. Yeah. Oh, it is a good question. Uh, I'm leaning towards food as well. Why is that? Why is you it, if you had endless have money, you, it's have like, you oh, had your dinner yet? What to, uh, no, I haven't. Well, you're hungry then. Well, right? because yeah. when you feed the brain, the brain can think more, um, you know, thoughtfully. And, uh, Maybe we should have a meal up. every time before we do a podcast, have a slap-up meal. Have dinner first. And then the answers, the quality of answer might go up you substantially. Never you never know. You never know. Unless yeah. it's a particularly well-oiled meal, of course. Well, I thought that fish was going to be food for the brain. No, I mean, when I say well-oiled, it's a figure of speech. Yeah, I know. I was actually just going back to literally, like, willy. Oily fish. Yeah, oily fish. Omega-3. Omega-3 oils. Eh? Yeah. They're good for you. Good for you, yeah. Um, anyway. What, what would you do if you had a million? If pounds? I had a million? What's Ooh. the first thing you would do? Well, there was that part of me like you would be a bit suspicious, but then mm. there's that other part of me that's like, well, fuck it, it's in my account, so it's mine. Um, you well, make just, a mistake, you deal with it. Well, no, let's say it's the lottery, you won the lottery, so you know where it's come from. And yeah. Um, first thing? No, I never pay the lottery. No. Um, I think, first of all... Slap up meal? No, I wouldn't even do that. I think I'd, chances are I'd most likely call a good few close mates, mm-hmm. probably just whip out a couple of grand, go on holiday somewhere, nice bit of sun, something relaxing. A couple of grand? You stingy bastard, <laughs> you got a meal. Yeah, because I think that's sort of part of me that's like, this isn't 100% oh, right. real yet, you know? Yeah. And whereas you, don't want, you don't want to be down to your last 999,000. <laughs> no, of course not, but then I've never had that sort of money, oh, so I wouldn't spend it frivolously, yeah. you know? I'd be very sort of careful about How it. How much would you give me if you won a mil? That's personal. No, um, it's not. <laughs> I want to know. You would be involved in whatever I do anyway, you know? Right. So you take matter? me for a minute. You wouldn't need money, right. but... Yeah, I'd go on holiday somewhere and just lie on the beach and just contemplate what my life's going to be like now and yeah. from here but, on because but the thing you is, need that though, calm to actually think. Like, I wouldn't want to be in my everyday normal life just doing everything going, oh, yeah, guys, I want a million because you're going to have people jumping on you. You're going to have people trying to be your best friend mm. who have never been your best friend and yeah. you're going to be like, well, well just I, know, remember, I know why you're my friend now. Just remember, I've been here all this time, so... But yeah, the thing you're, is, you're <laughs> Your loyalty doesn't even, it's not even bought or paid because it, it just comes anyway. Yeah. You know? But what were you, the thing what is, though, yeah. like, you know, a million pounds. I've lifted enough drum kits, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. But a million pounds, could you live indefinitely on a million pounds? High interest account. Well, in these, I suppose in this day and age, a million pounds isn't really seen as a lot of money. Fucking Even is. though people <laughs> like ourselves is. have never it seen is. it. But yeah, 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 yeah. Technically depending in... on your spending habits, though, if you, know, if, if you, if you get into the mindset, well, I'm rich now, mm. and you develop yeah. a very sort of high 
you know, a very high spending lifestyle, you could very easily burn through the one million very quickly. Yeah. The thing is, I because you could be like, well, it's time for lunch. Better go to Greg's. Then you'd be like, I'm a millionaire now. I won't go to Greg's. I'm going to go to Marks and Spencer's and get my sandwiches there instead. Mm. Before you know it, you're down to your last tenner. Senseless see, waste. See, oh. I'm in a part of my life now where all that sort of thing I'm trying to eliminate, you know, because money doesn't buy you happiness. We know this, you know. It buys buy you well, a bit more Mark, freedom. Marks and Spencer's sandwiches but are But it doesn't close. necessarily buy you happiness. <laughs> I mean, Marks, Marks and Sparks, they do a really nice club, triple-decker sort of club sandwich. You know the one I mean, right? Oh, I know the one you mean, yeah. but as Chris was saying, I'm getting into sort doesn't of, that make you, happy? you know, preparing and cooking my own foods now, so I'd rather be doing that. You know, yeah. I'd rather prepare my own food. Tune in next week for another one of Liam's recipes. Have someone else. Um, know, well, I, want to, I, I, I made an asparagus soup today, you know. Did you? I did, yeah. yeah. I'd like to try that asparagus soup. Not yeah. today's one, but... I have one. some with me. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> next time, bring it, you selfish bastard. Right, Julian, next question. He's got another one. If you could be a supernatural character, a vampire, wizard, etc., what would you be and why? Hmm. Andrew the Vampire. Why am I a vampire? I'll just, I'm just, you know, throwing wow. one out there. No. How does that appeal to you? Well, you can't go out in the daylight anymore. If no. You're a vampire. It's True. not allowed. No. Um, you still got that factor thirty knocking around, though. Huh? You still got your factor thirty knocking around. <laughs> yeah. Is it, yeah. So it, you, know, you never know. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it's that. Isn't well, it? yeah. You said you burn yeah. to a crisp anyway, so you wouldn't want to go out in the day. Right. Oh, that's true. No. But. Um, you can only know. rock and roll at night, man. That's true. What would you say if you're a vampire to a victim you're about to bite in the neck? What would you say to him? I'm definitely not a vampire. <laughs> and then bite him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just right, to, yeah, yeah, obviously lure them into a sense of false security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your arm around them. Because right, they'd be like, oh, that's a relief. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm just going to sort of lean my head this way and expose my neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no yeah. reason not to now. You know? Yeah, yeah, may as well. Smell my, smell my cologne. Yeah. <laughs> I trust you now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Hi. Sucker. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. But you said you weren't a vampire. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Uh, what were the other options? Well, you know, you can be anything. He did. He said vampire, wizard, etc. You know, so you could be a werewolf. Oh, be... uh, being a wizard would be good. Yeah. You'd suit a wizard, I think, I'd, I'd a like... lot more than a vampire. Well, it depends what your sort of mental image of a your standard wizard is. Mm. Everyone thinks Gandalf, don't they, really? Yeah, you like, know. Most people think of a Gandalf. He's a pretty... Oh. He's the archetypal wizard, isn't he? Really, he is. Yeah, he's 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 a good old he's a good wizard. Would you want to say so? Well, I'd say Gandalf's become the archetype in the last fifteen years. If you if you say Dumbledore, I will throw. I would say the archetype is Merlin. I was going to say Merlin. That's what I mean. But sort of yeah, but this is the thing though. I mean, different version. You know, there's a sort of a popular version of Merlin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which which yeah. version of him? Do you know what I mean? But I I would say Merlin's probably the most. Well, oh, then again, like, like as you say, different generations. I mean, I'd say Gandalf's probably the archetype now, but that's probably for the last fifteen years with the. Movie but it's, but it's not. But it's, but it's not just that though, because because obviously Lord of the Rings, when it was published, was you know by far the most influential fantasy work of all time. Wasn't the Excalibur story out long before that? Well, that that's that thing is the well, Excalibur. The the well, the Excalibur stories. A very old myth, mm. you know. So but surely that would have influenced the writings of Tolkien when he was doing. Yeah, maybe maybe a little, maybe yeah. a little. But um, you know, the thing is, the Excalibur myth, the version of Merlin, 
may not have been codified in the same way Gandalf was. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose Gandalf is the appeal to popular culture and, you know, the people of the world now, as opposed to he's maybe 20, 30 years ago, people would have probably yeah. seen Merlin. He's on the front you know? of GQ uh, I see, magazine. Again, I, I don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to, you've got to, <laughs> yeah. You've got to bear in mind, though, that, you know, it got, the thing got published in, in the 50s and it was, you know, very, very influential work. So, like... Every version, every fantasy author has kind of had that as the archetype since then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want to. I want to move on because so we're Gandalf. about halfway through and we've got a lot to get through. But so well, I'd, I'd definitely be a wizard because okay, cool. you know wizards don't have to take shit from anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Fair and enough. And I'd be a basically. wizard purely because if you wanted to be any other supernatural things, you yeah. could turn yourself into one. All uh, right. My beard growing would be better. Yeah, that's true. All right, James Chambers. Hey, James. Hey. He wants to know. Is this the real life, or is this just, or is this just fantasy? You've watched Matrix too many times, mate. Mm. Or listened to Queen. I think <laughs> yeah. This <is> the... <laughs> yeah, this does seem like the old Cartesian dualism question again, doesn't it? Oh, Jesus. Words. 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 Yeah. I can't wait for the next question. Sorry. I just, rem- I just remembered the one that's come in. Okay. Did you want to answer James's question? Um, well, you know, it depends if you take Descartes' view of things or not, really, doesn't it? Please, let's not go into it. Why not? He asked the question, <laughs> I feel it's my duty to All right. answer it. Alright, well, do, you got you got two minutes to explain. Well, you know, Descartes' dualism was based on the idea that the mind is separate from the body, uh, and he came to that conclusion because he said, and I quote, my mind has such qualities that its existence may not be doubted because cogito ergo sum, I think therefore I am, my body, on the other hand, has such qualities that existence can necessarily be doubted because I'm only aware of its existence by what my senses tell me, the things my senses report. Mm-hmm. However, I have no idea whether what my senses report can be trusted or not. There's no external way of uh, verifying this information. Yeah. Um, therefore, because of this, this apparent distinction, which I think is very, very tenuous myself, the mind and the body are separate things, but that's a very, very, now, I think, a very dated philosophical idea. And if, like me, you're very much a hard materialist in these matters, i.e. that the mind is an emergent property of the material brain, um, such philosophical conundrums don't really occur. That's my answer. So the answer is... (laughs) So my answer is, that is the real... This is the real life. There you go. (laughs) Fucking amazing answer. Was that two minutes? No, that was less than two oh. minutes. <laughs> Liam's laughing so much he's fucking hurt himself. Casualties. Oh. Amazing answer. Right, the next one. I... Oh. Right, Jason. Oh, God. Hello, Jason. Yeah, the bloody man. Right, seriously, mate, see what you get from this. How, right, you need to listen to every word very carefully here because like, I couldn't understand it. Right. What language is it in? Right, hold on, here we go. Is it his native? Hold on. How would you react? If you stepped in some mud, and the impression your shoe made, <laughs> even that, sorry, was the shape of Jesus' face, would you complain to your local council? No, I'd ring the news shopper and be like, give me a few quid. This, this sort of thing is not really within the purview of the council, is it? I don't even know what the fuck he means. What does he mean by the it's... impression your shoe made? Well, you know, he means your footprint. Yeah, but why doesn't he say that? With <laughs> the words he uses. Because he's, he's Jason. Yeah, all right. And I think the point is, this is not a sense. This this question is entirely vexatious. <laughs> but aren't they always? 
from Jason. It, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. So I think he's just trying to, you know, <laughs> throw a spanner in the works. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Liam's left us. He's run he's, away. He's gone for a wee. Oh. Um. All right. Let's. Uh, all right. Dan Cox. Hello, Dan. Who is your favourite celebrity dwarf? <laughs> Are you sure this is Dan's question? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, okay. That's a surprise. Mm. Well, I can only think of... I can got... only think of three. Who you got? I've got Warwick Davis. Yep. Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm. And Wee Man. And Vern Torre. Uh, yeah. um, uh, who is it? Oh, no, wait. Yeah, yeah. Mini-Me. Is he, is he classed as, as having dwarfism? Well, he's. I think Dan's he's, being more broad about it. He's not going to go yeah, into that. Yeah, because I, I think he basically posted a picture with the question, and it had those four. That had, so oh, those exact four. Guys. Those exact four. Oh, you right. got three okay. out of four, basically. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. I, I don't know if he, if what Vern. What's his last name? I think it's Troyer. Vern Troyer. I don't is know. It if, mini me. He's Vern. Is Vern. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is, little dude. He's Vern Troyer. But is, is he? We were just discussing. Is he classed technically as having dwarfism? Um. Don't I, I, I don't think I don't um, think Dan Cox gives a fuck. He just wants to know who's your favourite small celebrity, and you got three out. Who's your favourite out of them four? Well, there's only four to choose from. Isn't <laughs> <there>? <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah. I feel bad for all the other dwarves, but yeah, these ones have really made yeah. it. So what? Yeah. What? Well, who's your favourite out of the four we've mentioned? Um, I've got to say Peter Dinklage because he's Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. And therefore he automatically wins. I'm with you on that one. Well, Warwick Davis. However, man. Warwick Davis is a comedian. He's he he's, was, he he's was a all, really funny he, dude. Was he not also? He was the Ewok as well in he Return was, of the Jedi. Yeah, he's been a lot of um, little things in Star Wars. Um, funny that, but um, <laughs> he's been in. Yeah, I mean, they couldn't. They couldn't. Um, you know, cast him as Luke Skywalker, could they? Or Darth Vader. No, that would be but, that'd uh, be fucking hilarious. <laughs> he was in. They'd have to pay three people. What's that fantasy movie he was in as well? Um, Willow. 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 That was the Willow. One. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Harry Potter. He's in that as well. Because yeah, there's another dude in Willow who was, you know, the little uh, guy in. Um, I have to be careful what I said this. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, he was the guy in, you know, in Bad Santa. Um, the guy. Oh, he, shit, yeah, he's yeah. another famous, um, you know, small person, but he doesn't get the recognition. He doesn't. He's really no. funny. He's actually brilliant in Bad he's Santa. Amazing. Isn't he? He so do you know why? The chemistry he has with Billy Bob is actually really good as well. Racist. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> was going to say, yeah, good old. He was. Uh, yeah. was he? he was. Oh no, he wasn't Funkai. He was the other um, warrior uh, guy in Willow. There you go. Yeah, when he was young. Right. The next question is deep. How deep? Dun, dun, dun. As deep as you like. As deep as the ocean um, floor. Yeah, deeper. Emily Walton. Hello, Emily. How do? Congratulations! Yeah, well, well, oh, yes. well done on finishing your degree, Emily. Woo! Yeah, fuck yeah! And she's hit us up with the deepest of the deep. Um, f- oh, simply three words. Back to the EU. Simply three. No, we're not. This is deeper oh, than that. We're out of shock. Or... Three words. What is love? Are we going to do it? Are we really going to do this? Love's a cuboid. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna, to. We'll show you, Emily. We're going to have an orgy right now. This is well. Love. Well, what I love meant is, I, I think what she was hoping is that we. Like, start singing the Hadaway song. Oh, okay. Well, we're not going to do that. The no, what song? Think Hadaway. Who's that? What is love? Baby, oh. don't hurt me. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, I think so. See, now we have done it. Thanks, think, thanks to Liam not knowing it, we've now... I think, sorry. I think right, Scott I actually posted those words. Hands on that? 
Yeah, yeah a little I bit. I just you play into Emily's hands on that. Yeah. I do apologise. So what is love? <clears throat> love can never die. Cheers for that, Liam. <laughs> what have you got, Chris? What have I got? What have I, you got, mate, Dennis? What is love? Uh, this is it's too it's it's one of them things, isn't it? Love's a word. Yeah. And that's about it. Love is a feeling. Love is a word, and you attach your meaning to it. That's a good answer. Because for some people, love could be hate. Mm. Well, what I'll say is, everyone's different. Everyone has a different opinion on what words mean because of their own experience and stuff. So yeah, I could say I love something, and someone who has a completely different, you know. Um, opinion on what mm. constitutes love is going to think that's bullshit. Well, but we're getting into semantics now. Oh yeah, I love arguing about semantics. <laughs> I know. There we go. Well, go on. What's your what's your take on what? Well, love I, is? I don't I don't know. Have you have you ever have you ever? Well, it's, I was going to say have you ever been in love? But there you go. There's another there's another branch of love because you love something, but you don't necessarily in love with something. Because people say that when they go, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. It's like, well, what the, what does that mean? Like, there's a, in with uh, tons of other things. Well, the basic, like, I, love, I would say the basic meaning to being in love and loving someone is is you have that love for someone no matter what. It's unconditional. Yeah. But then to be in love is yeah. To, I love you, you too. It's, but I'm not in love with either. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I love <laughs> you, but I don't want to jump your bones, like you know, and be in love with you because you're too hairy for me. But, <laughs> but you're a good-looking uh, lad. So that, I won't rule it out. Cheers, babe. What's that? Right, that man. meatloaf tune. Which one? I want you. I need you. But there ain't no way I'm ever gonna love you. Now, Andrew's now sung twice say. on the podcast. This is unprecedented. You're a two out of three ain't bad. Oh, he's still going. He's still going, I know. Go. Oh, well done. She applauded him. That was nice. But, two uh, out of three ain't bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, mm. must, you must know that one. I know the song. It's, I'm track, just trying it's, to think. it's track two on Bat Out of Hell, the greatest album ever recorded. <laughs> Fucking hell, the conviction in that. That's not much of a biased review, is it? Review reviews are by definition subjective. You can't. Well, have, of course they are. Because people, when people like see reviews <clears> online of bands that they like, which are not positive, they're like, you always get the same bullshit out of them. They're always kind of like, they didn't even try and be objective. If you don't, if you want an objective view of it, you're not. You shouldn't be reading reviews because reviews, by definition, are subjective. You insufferable. Ah! Sorry. Sorry. There you go. Sorry. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, I want to. I want to bring us back to the question by saying, "What's love got to do with that?" Uh, I was trying to make you sing again. Anyway, yeah. Uh, do you have an answer for this? We want to move on pretty soon. You've got two minutes to give your summary of what you think. What's, love what's is. with these bullshit time limits? Your because we want. I've got a lot of other questions. We got to get through them, and the next one's brilliant. He's right. being a co-host. The next and one's producer. At the the same time. Yeah, the next yeah. one's from Scott, and I know he really wants me to talk about this next thing. So I want to get All in right. there. Well, let's do Scott's then. Sorry, oh, Emily, you've got nothing. Andrew's got nothing. We've we, we failed you. No, me and Liam gave our answers, or we at least tried. You just sung <laughs> Meatloaf. <laughs> That's good enough. Love is, yeah, it's, fair enough. It's all around. Yeah, it's true, yeah. The paradox <laughs> That's <of> all this is. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the third time. Yeah. Right, moving on. This is, You'll like this one. This, will, this might raise a few uh, eyebrows. Scott Willis. Hello, Scott. Hello, Hello Scott. Scott. He sent me a... Um, well, oh, I he was up very late one night, and because he oh, sent yeah? it to me at like four in the morning on Facebook, and it was like, 
Oh. He sent me this debate, this yeah. article basically, and they'd done, um, they'd done uh, a survey in, I think it was New Jersey, and it was about, well, it was, well, basically, it was about, I'm going to cut to the chase, it's about wiping your ass. Right, <laughs> right, seriously, right, and he, he seriously, yeah, really, yeah. Don't, oh, don't, don't worry, Why mate. Why you seriously? We, I told you, we only, we only deal with serious topics on this fucking podcast. Of course. Right. So course, basically, yeah. the the Good thing grief. is, <laughs> I'm just getting upset. It's all right. Um, basically, it was um, he Scott never knew that some people, when they wipe their ass, stand up to wipe their ass, right. This is about, and apparently, what I found weird when I read through this article was they'd done a survey and apparently in New Jersey, everyone they asked stood up to wipe their ass. So it, was like, it became like this native thing to New Jersey where in New Jersey, that's how it's done. Like, I don't know why, but... Uh, well, a lot of them <clears throat> into arse bleaching, so maybe that's a symptom. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't like to comment, but... Um, advice. It basically it's, it, it's more of a debate really like you know about arse wiping because Scott was he was like I, I never knew that was a thing like he never knew that so anyone stood he was just he wanted you know our, our take on it if we stand up and wipe our asses well he was like well maybe maybe he wants to know if we do or he wants to know your opinion on the people that do that and why you would do that and the benefits and all of this like what is our opinion of people who stand up to wipe their bottom? Is the question basically. People were giving really graphic like descriptions of how they wipe their ass on this thing as well, which is brilliant. Some guy was like, "Oh, you stand up." I, I stand up. I uh, pull my butt cheek to the one side with my left hand and wipe with the right hand. It gives it much cleaner, <laughs> whatever. Another guy was like, "Oh no, I've only ever known right-handed sitting down. Mm. That's it." Like, so there's obviously different methods. But then, if it's really like. I don't know, say you've got a case of the trots and you get the old, the, the really got unpleasant splashback. You've got to allow for mm. complications. Yeah. You? Jason's so one that's who, what I'm saying. If you're who gets up the splashback. Jesus. And you've got shit It's all that crappy. Yeah, it is. It's going to get on your trousers and everything. How about <laughs> we go away and do some homework and then next week answer... Compare yeah. notes. Yeah. Well, basically, I yeah. just want to say, Scott, we'll thank, you, thank you for this uh, raising this point. This has provoked quite a lively debate. It has, yeah. It's it's um, a good topic. You should go away and do a practical test, and then give them the uh, results. Yeah, yeah. Once you know. Yeah. Or maybe you know get the uh, Chris and Drew research team to uh, go and do some those field folks research. Over in New maybe I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll do a survey at the railway <laughs> tomorrow night. I'm going there tomorrow night. I'll do a survey mm. and ask everyone how they wipe their ass. I wonder why Louis Thoreau's <laughs> never looked into this. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. What an idiot, um, right? Isn't it? Oh, Square. what's this? What's this in my notebook? <laughs> the next question's from Liam McFarlane. Oh, is it me? Yeah, it's the one you get. Maybe Liam should read it out. Well, do you want me to read it? The one, the word, because you gave me all the words, and I'll just, I'll just say them. They were a bit long and complicated, weren't they? So, <laughs> for um, Andrew, oh, let's see. Well, for us, <laughs> for us minions, but Andrew. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Am, I being, am I being? Am I being? I'll read it, and then you explain it if he's. Am, if I, being, am I on parade here then? Right. No, you're not on parade, mate. No. <laughs> right, sorry, Liam mate. McFarlane. Hello, Liam. How do myself? He's actually here. And everyone else. Hey. Hello, hello. Right, he said. Why does the human race find it necessary to pollute the greatness of some, something's essence, i.e. art, music, film, song, etc., with, the di- with, uh, with diluted meaning? Do you want to explain your question? Yeah, what I'm trying to basically say is why is it anything that's sort of great or any sort of creation or something, once it's sort of amongst the masses, we kind of take you know, the beauty of what that thing meant, and then it just becomes sort of, well, McDonald's, in a way. You know, it's like what uh, 
kind of what you were saying about like something like I know. I mean, I know you're not a big fan, but a band like Slipknot, for instance. Mm. Now they're they're huge. They're worldwide. This, that, and the other. They appeal to a lot of yeah. people. Do you reckon maybe somehow the artist does it to themselves, and then people get it's, hold of it and then turn it into shit? Like, for instance, my main argument was Game of Thrones. I'm sick of fucking people just. No spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. Yeah, yeah, just getting involved and. I can't really say it without. Well, I don't want to give a spoiler, but the thing that's been going around recently on I'm the internet. I'm just sick of people just being fucking morons. Like, just, <laughs> just, 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 you know, just stop. You, you are, stop. You're, you're saying take something for what it is. It's the art. You don't need yeah, to, like, and, have and your. The thing is, as well, I mean, I. Is, is there a question in this, though? Or is it sort of. Well, yeah, the question is, is like, why do. Why, why, do, why it, does this happen? Why do people feel the need to sort of. Um, I know, sort of take something away from it and dilute it into like a really sort of shit version, you know, or economics, or try and make it their own. It's oh, like he said economics. Do you want to yeah, elaborate? Elaborate. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think when you talk about art and music and culture mm. and all the rest of it and why it needs to be essentially commodified, I think is kind of what you're getting at. Yeah. 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 It's it's um it's just frustrating. It's the really answer frustrating. is that you know when you when you live in a in a you know, a system which has sort of capitalist economic structures, mm. the value of a thing is always going to be determined by how profitable it is. Yeah. And, you know, art for art's mm. sake is not something anyone has ever successfully turned a profit from, really. Mm. That's the yeah. answer, really. Tall. I also wonder if it's something to do with the nature of... <clears throat> If we, we must create, so therefore we must destroy it, you know, and it's maybe a jealousy thing of what we didn't create but we wish we had, we have to destroy it. Well, going back to the tool point, mm -hmm. is art, is tool purely art for art's sake? Which is not to say that it's not a very, they do not produce great works of art because they plainly do. But is it purely art for art's sake that they do? Well, the point I was trying to make about that is that they're like you say, no one's made a success out of it, but they've avoided the media game at the beginning to quite a large extent and still managed to get one of the largest fan bases. True, but I think the fact that they've kind of shrouded themselves in mystery <clears throat> to a certain degree. Oh well, yeah, but that's again, this is part of the the art behind has it. actually kind of made them ironically. Quite, yeah, of quite, course. Quite, but that's uh, that's it, terrible. isn't it? You know when we said about modern art the other day, like and that whole thing of like part of it could be, you know, or has been spoken about before as it's not just doing something, it's the fact that it's getting away with something and like if the fact that you've made people talk about it even like if if something's bullshit for example, like you go when I went to the when we went you were there, the modern art museum, some of that stuff mm. you'd look at and go, What the fuck is that? I could that looks like a toddler's just rolled around in paint. And so people are then talking, going, well, this is an art, this is bullshit. But the fact that that has got you talking about it is the art itself. And that's, the kind, that's kind of what I mean. It's like you can't avoid the media game in that sense. You can to a degree, but it's always going like to... Like you said about Game of Thrones, it's, once it's in the public domain, everyone's going to have their say and have their... Mm. Well, that was, you know, I mean, that was a bit, of a bit of a tangent, really. I don't know how relevant that little rant of mine was to the actual question. Oh, yeah. Well, it's Liam's but, question, so... But, you know, I mean, obviously... The TV version has been the story has been massively simplified. I mean, I don't know. If oh, you, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you read the books. Or, I've cheated and read bits and bobs because I wanted to catch up. I mean, there like, there are entire characters and entire subplots which are not part of the 
yeah, screen version. But then at the same time, if you look at the medium of TV and film, you know, characters in a book don't need to be on the payroll. Whereas, you know, a TV show, you can't keep employing everyone because then you won't have a show in the first place. It's so true. you do need to sometimes streamline and... But, but on the other hand, you know, if you did include everything, you'd end up, if you did try and include everything, you could make more series of it. You could, but then is it a thing of, you know, do you keep moving on and creating something for economics or do you have a, do you have some sort of artistic integrity where well, you, everything has a natural ending? Well, this is the point, isn't it? You know, network executives, if it's not going to make them any money, yeah. they're not going to be interested, basically. Okay. Their well, duty is to maximise profits. We have one more question and then a joke. So... This one's from my brother, Dan. Hey, Hello. Dan. 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 Um, yeah, this is quite, I quite like this one, actually. He said, um, what is a popular fad or trend or craze that you regret getting swept up in? Hmm. Quite good, isn't it? It's got you rubbing your beard. I don't want to sound all pompous and farty and, well, maybe I do, actually. But <laughs> Go on. I'm struggling to think of one. Ooh. Yeah. No, seriously. You've never been. You never got caught up in a craze. What what, what crazes have there been in our lifetime? Yo-yos, pogs, nah. No. Uh, roller skating, rollerblading. Nah. Um, oh well, I mean, I did. Well, back in like the early nineties, I had those big Panini sticker albums, like Premier League '94. Oh, I remember and all those. That. Yeah. Do you regret getting involved in that? I don't regret a thing. <laughs> and right. uh, you know, and there was the WWF sticker albums as well. Oh yeah. And you got you know one one day I got a holograph, a holograph, holograph, hologram. holographic, or holographic. Or... Yeah, you get the you open the packet one day and you've got the holographic Randy Savage. You're like, oh, <laughs> fuck me. I'm, I'm the coolest person in the whole world. Randy Savage as well. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you, you never actually put it in your you never actually put it in the book. You yeah. just kind of like have it on your person, so whenever you got to bartering with a person, you just knew they you could flash it quickly. Oh, that's that's staying. It was yeah. like the equivalent and of a seven-year-old fifty-pound note. Yeah, it's yeah. it like oh, no, no, that's too much. <laughs> I'm not yeah. willing to make that trade. Yeah. This yeah, one's yeah. got far too much glitter on. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you know so that you know the person you're dealing with knows that they're not dealing with a chump, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the boss of the playground. Yeah, with exactly. Your macho man, Randy Savage card. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of any fads or anything I regretted. I mean, I'd probably say if I looked back at my younger self, I'd laugh at when I had the step haircut. That's probably <laughs> that's probably the one thing that I'd be like, mm, sort yourself out, Liam. But mm. I think the thing with like things like fashion and whatnot is I've managed to remain oblivious to it for pretty much most of my life because because I don't understand it. No, I don't. Basically. To me, fashion is. Uh, I, I genuinely. Well, no, clothing's more of a thing of um, necessity and provides a practical function as opposed yeah. to, you know, the, the sort of vanity of how you look. And, I mean, you know. I, suppose, I suppose I kind of wear, I wear check shirts a lot. They're kind of, kind of in style at the minute, aren't they? I suppose. There was a phase of them. Yeah. Like, you used to see metal gigs, it was like everyone everyone wearing in a check shirt. That was when everyone got into clutch, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, now you, you're wearing a check shirt. I'm wearing no, it's not right cool now. anymore. Well, so was... you, don't, you don't care about looking cool, do you? Well, Look I've never you. been overly... you got a new pair of jeans. Yeah. I said when you came in, you got some baggy jeans. Yeah, baggy jeans. Well, I think it's, you know, basically oh. it's this newfangled new metal that all the kids are talking about these days, <laughs> which is yeah. probably going to be the next big thing, I reckon. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> 15 trying to years late. Yeah, so I'm going <laughs> to find the rest. Yeah, all right. I think oh. at this point, 20 years late. 
Let's not go into that. I'm just saying, nice pair of jeans, mate. Thanks, man. So, fad or... Uh, was it a fad or... Fad, craze, craze. you know, trend. Um, uh, well, I was into Pokemon, does that count? I got well into that. That, that was... Do you regret that? I, I, don't, re I don't regret it now, because I look at it and go, well... Or do you regret the money you spent on it? Uh, actually, I'll tell you something I do regret. Now you've said... Now you've brought money into it. <laughs> that fucking Simpsons game on the... <laughs> the um, <laughs> was it tapped Tap out? Tap out. Yeah. Uh, when I had a job and I could actually afford to spend money on things, I, I, um, I, I actually spent a good 20 quid over the whole time of me playing it on the game. Ooh, yeah. yeah. See, These are in-app purchases. Yeah, I didn't no, think anyone actually did in-app yeah. purchases. I thought there was more sense. Well, yeah, this so. is what I'm saying, all right? Don't have a go. I'm just saying, I regret it. What's with the back you buy you with it, though? Oh, you can buy it. It's all shit. This is the point. This yeah. is why I regret it. I look back and go, and I don't play it anymore. I deleted it. It's like, what's the mm. point? I spent money on that. Yeah. So, yeah, there's one. I'll admit, I hold my hands up. I regret it. All right. I mean, for instance, I mean, I'm playing Star Wars Heroes on my phone, yeah. and you've got to buy stuff on that, and yeah. I refuse to. I just thought I'll keep. Yeah, playing. no, don't get me wrong. And when I get beaten by someone who's got really high character stats, I'm sitting there thinking, well, I know you spent money on that, and I haven't, so I'm yeah. going with the integrity of, you know, <laughs> being a cheapskate. Yeah. <laughs> and all it, in the Simpsons game, you don't even compete with people. All you do is look at their their Springfield that they created and go, oh, he's got that. I want that. I was gonna, he's going to come to mine and be like looking down his nose at me. So it's just Pathetic. like Sims but with the Simpsons. Pretty much. So yeah, I regret that. What about you, Liam? Oh, was you, you said the step haircut. The step haircut, that's about it really. Yeah. Fair enough. And I've probably had many other embarrassing phases that, you know, I'm sure if anyone wants to remind me of at some point, <laughs> you know, please feel free to yeah. do so. Alright, well, I think it's time for Andrew's joke of the week. Good blimey, is it time hold already? On to you, hold on to your bucks. Yeah, mate. You got a good one this week? Well, I'd like to think it's reasonable. Okay. Um, but it's not for me to decide, really, is it? No, we'll judge it by our laughter, or Liam's laughter. You're the, the laughometer. Liam is the laughometer. So, right. Let us. Okay, you ready? Begin, yeah. Good to go. I'm all ears. Now hold on to your bucks. Family talk. Let's do this. There was a woman, and she was wise. Okay. Woefully wise was she. <laughs> but this story is not about her. Okay. That's a story for another day. Okay. He's a little something path there. This, this story is about a different woman. Okay. Who was not as wise. Right. And she had she had a husband. They lived together in a house. Mm-hmm. And uh, her husband had developed a very strange and bizarre habit. Okay. I call it a habit because it started off as what appeared to be a hobby, mm -hmm. but it quickly spiralled out of control into an obsession. Did he read it in Maxim? What? Carry on. Okay. Um, so I have got it. <laughs> Go on, carry I'm on. baffled. Uh, yeah. So, um, she came home one night and uh, saw him at the kitchen table <laughs> and he had an ant farm. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, right. Definitely didn't read it in Maxim then. No. And what he was doing, she couldn't say. He was all very sort of secretive about it and it immediately stopped as soon as she stepped into the room. Like, this is strange. 
and he spent hours and hours and eventually you know, got to the point where he was doing it long into the night. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever it was. Mm. And she thought, I've got to get to the bottom of this. This is putting immense strain on our marriage. Mm. Basically. <laughs> yeah. At least ant farms are wiped clean. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Sorry, for a joke, this is all really sinister, the way you're telling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like a horror story. Yeah. So one day, she decided she was going to get to the bottom of this. Mm-hmm. So came in one evening and uh, she saw her husband was at hard at work at the kitchen table with the ant farm. Couldn't make out what he was doing. So she decided she took out her makeup mirror from her bag, left it on the side. She then set up another mirror in the hallway and that gave her, sitting in the lounge, a clear line of sight into what was going on and she sat there and watched for hours. Okay. And hours. And hours. And whenever he stood and looked like his attention might be diverted from his work, she made out like she was asleep. Clever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what she saw, he appeared to be taking out each ant from the ant farm individually and with a very tiny paintbrush was writing something on them. Which, bloody hell, what's that all about? Yeah. And this disquieted her greatly because she thought this is very strange and very obsessive behaviour for someone to develop for over a bunch of ants for no particular reason. So, one day, she uh, decided to come home from work a bit early. She made out like she had a headache or something, so she went home early. And, uh, you know, went to the kitchen table. No, nothing there. The ants had been safely put away. And, but then she noticed that the door to the basement uh, slightly was ajar. slightly ajar, exactly. You've yeah. heard this one before. I haven't. I just oh. knew that was coming. Sorry. How did you guess? <laughs> well, what else was it? The door was what? Go on. On fire? Um, yeah. Oh. Well, that would be a twist. Grown legs? Do you want to tell the joke? Fucking hell, carry on. The door with legs was a table, wasn't it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like that joke. Yeah. Alright, come on. We might as well end the episode there. Uh, yeah, good night. No, go Bye. on. Bye. Um, <laughs> professionalism. Yeah. Um, so, right. So, very tentatively, she takes the steps down into the long dark of the cellar. Mm. she eventually reaches the far wall because the stairs go down in a diagonal way reaches the far wall black as pitch she can't see a thing as you fall <laughs> so black as pitch never heard someone say that pitch black yeah I know I get it it's just I never heard someone say it in that way carry on starts feeling the far wall trying to find the light switch after a good minute or so she eventually finds it lights come on light the entire place up mm. like a God damn Christmas tree. <laughs> she yeah. turns around slowly, not knowing what she's going to find. Mm. Very slowly. Slowly. She opens her eyes. Opens her eyes. And she sees another table. Another table. A door with legs. 
Yes. She sees a door with legs. <laughs> Carry on. But it's not a table she's ever seen before. Mm. It's got lots of holes in it and lots of bits where it's sort of been withered away. But as well as that, all the walls of the cellar were absolutely covered in photographs of ants. Head to toe. You know, like in movies where you know, they find the serial killer's room and it's covered in pictures and yeah, yeah. maps and yeah. diagrams. Like and Alan little... Partridge's number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that kind of stuff. So you think, oh my God, what's going on here? And uh, so she goes up to the first, uh, first photo that she can find, see. And it seems to be a picture of an ant with a letter A written on it. And the next one is A and A and A. And some of these, it looks like they've just been freshly painted on. Others, the paint has sort of withered away slightly. But, you know, obviously these ants are so small, you can only see it with a microscope, so he's got this very detailed microscopic camera to see what's going on. And on top of each of these, it says, History of the A's. What the hell's he up to? He's cataloguing ants. Yeah. Then along from there, the history of the bees. B, 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 in various qualities and style of uh, the letter B on these ants. Mm-hmm. And so it goes on and on and on and on and on. And it gets to somewhere in the middle and uh, she can't see what these... These pictures haven't come through so well. They're blurred. And the title on top of them... The ink seems to have, you know, accidentally got smudged off. Okay. <laughs> but she sees one of... She can just make out on two of them, side by side. One of the ants has L written on it. The other has M. Okay. And then she hears behind her, what are you doing? <gasps> the husband's back. He came back from work very quietly and descended into the cellar very slowly, silent as a silent thing <laughs> and she <laughs> tries to make out that it's all perfectly innocent says uh, what are you you are spying on me you want to see what I'm doing and she decides you know suddenly finds a bit of code and says well yes actually I would very much like to know what you're doing this strange fixation you have on the ants is really putting very great strain on our marriage so I would quite like to get to the bottom of it thank you very much has been slightly taken aback by this and says, well, yeah, fair enough. And uh, what, what do you think was going to happen? Do you think someone was going to get stabbed or whatever? Right. You look really disappointed. Was that the end? No. Fuck's sake, get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... I thought it was then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the shittest joke in the world. So, well, she said, right, yeah. for a start, what's that pointing at the table? Mm. She said, ah, well... This is a table that uh, we used to have in the shed, but you know you never used to come in the shed, so you wouldn't have seen it. And uh, basically, all these ants, um, one one morning I came in and found all these ants were eating the table, basically. And I had some time on my hands, so I thought it might be quite interesting to catalogue the ants and see what they were doing, basically, just to see if there are any patterns to their behaviour. Um, I'd seen a documentary about it on the Discovery Channel, you know, ant farms, and I thought it might be quite a fun hobby. Mm. Oh, so nothing sinister or weird about this at all. 
No, no, no. I bet I've been spending a lot of time on it, you know. But uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's fearsomely addictive. You should probably try it. No, I'm all right. Um, but she, you know, says, "Well, okay." One thing though, these two, um, these photos in the middle, like, what the hell is going on here? And he stops. Those two pictures. Yeah, those two. Ah. Well, if you look very closely, you can see this table in the pictures. And he's like, my God, you're right. Okay. So and, you know, this is the you know, pictures of the L and M ants. Yeah. There's uh, right. Well, you know, well, what, was, what was special about these? Well, the thing is, the L's, all the L's and all the M's, they only seem to feast on the table at certain times of the day, and I can't figure out why. That's very strange. <laughs> I wonder why that is. I've not been able to come to any meaningful conclusion yet. Well, this title's smudged off in both of these. What does it say? It says, well, it says the periodic table of the elements. <laughs> 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 what do you think you'll be tuning in next week won't you to listen to more of that shit he's got nothing he don't want <laughs> he's stunned into silence by how good it was clearly yeah that's what's happened I'm stunned by how long the journey was to get to yeah. the punchline yeah I'm glad you like yeah. the table of the elements oh. I'm sweating and everything. My heart's going, <laughs> and like, you know. Created this oh, nice God. bit of tension but there. Spin the yarn, oh, you know. God. Yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones better not end like that. <laughs> it's the way you tell them. Ooh, feeling yeah. rigid. Although horror stories, I I think you... You tell a good, like, yeah. audio description of a horror story. That was quite creepy in some bits, you know. Yeah. That one you yeah. told about the duck that time, that was creepy. Jason's yeah. narration. Yeah, that was yeah. great. I was trying to replicate that at points, but yeah. Um, well, that's episode eight, done and dusted. Um, thank you, Liam. That's all right. Yeah, I, need, I t- need, I need a cup of tea and a lie down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. No, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, thanks for that, Andrew. <laughs> all right. Well, um, yeah, keep the questions coming. Thank you for everyone that gave us a question this week. Um, yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Mate. You're welcome. Do I have to go through the gift shop to get out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. Words, maybe the we words, should consider a line in merchandise. Yeah, the words gift shop. You can buy a t-shirt with yeah. Andrew's face on it. You can buy the entire season one on three cassettes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Maybe you should bring out a cape, a cape with that joke written like <laughs> on the cape. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. I don't know if a t-shirt will uh, suffice. <laughs> It wouldn't be long enough. Yeah. Right, anyway, thank you. And uh, yes, yeah, so, so, It was um, the Magna Carta of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> the Magna Carta, it's only one page, the Magna Carta, that's not long. Yeah, it's very little, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right, say goodbye, Andrew. Goodbye, Andrew. Say goodbye, Liam. Ciao, Liam. And uh, it's bye from me as well. Um, hit the music. <laughs>